Hello everyone. Welcome to Conversations with Dami. This is Dami Balogun. Now on this podcast, nothing's off limits. And I guess we are being offered an opportunity to challenge what underpins society as we know it. This ranges from culture to food, entertainment, government, education, and we'll get to explore a range of topics. I think you might have some good fun listening and learning a few things. How about that? Good morning, everyone. I can see you're all just trying to connect. Good morning. Good morning. I can see Ayomide. Good morning. Good to see you again after last week's session. Derek, I see you. Robert. And we also have Noctula, Sharon, Rhoda, Tomiwa and Lara. I'm really excited for today's session. Good morning, Ayomide. So we're just about to get started. Um, so teaching is going to begin soon, um, towards the end of this month. So we have um, more sessions. And I think I said to you guys last time, if you want more of these sessions, make your petitions into the group chat. So this is technically supposed to be the last week of the Raising Africa's Tech Giant series. Maybe we'll have another series that's dedicated to Nakatech, or maybe we'll just continue. Um, so let it be known in the group chat if you want more, more sessions. And as you know, I'm joined here today with Pastor Dami Balogun, and he's a pastor uh, and a mentor of a group of business owners, entrepreneurs, professionals that are looking to just make impact in their society. So today's topic is really topical, actually, if I say <laughs> that. Um, he's also the youngest chartered engineer in the UK, and he's had a 12-year long career in the electrical engineering industry in the UK. And he's built and designed some of the largest transport systems in the UK, and is actually problem-solved to the capacity where he saves the UK government 3.2 million every year right which is very impressive um so i there's a lot to learn from him he's done a lot in his career and he's you know mentored people and dedicated his life to raising other people myself included and the nakatech academy the power Base foundation is a direct result of his mentorship so we thought you know this series would it's just a way to kind of get 12 years of knowledge for free (laughs) (laughs) and um in the last three weeks we've had incredible sessions i've learned a lot personally myself and i'm actually going to go back and listen to all the recordings Hmm. in week one we spoke about in week one we spoke about the art of fighting as an underdog and then week two, we dealt with mastery and competence. And I think my favorite so far was week three, when we looked at value and productivity, which were really, really interesting topics. So I would urge you to go back. The group, um, the recordings are always put in the group chat. But if you maybe are not in the group chat, someone like Ayo, and you want access, um, let someone know. Maybe put it in the chat, and we'll send you all of the recorded sessions. Now, moving on to today's topic. Today's topic... I'm personally excited for this one because everyone wants to have a life of impact, right? So today's topic is the price um, of impact. So I, I'm really eager to see what you have in store for us today, Pastor Dami. But I just thought I would start by defining impact. So I searched, searched up some definitions and I saw impact is the force of impression of one thing on another it's a significant or major effect 
And this one, I like, I prefer this one. It says, a powerful effect that something, especially something new, has on a situation or a person. The powerful effect that a something pow- new. Is that yeah. something, especially something new, yeah. has on a situation yeah. or a person. Yeah. And then we have to have an influence on something. Mm-hmm. So, really cool definitions. Yes. Um, so, I, so what do you think? When we speak about the price of impact, what do you think about? Or can you tell us directly what's the price that you've paid for the impact that you've had? You know, we speak about your career. You're saving millions of pounds every year for the UK government. You've had, you've raised hundreds of people directly. Yeah. People that you know, maybe they were in prison, and mm-hmm. then you've raised them to be businessmen and mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. What's the price that you've paid for that kind of impact? Okay. Well, I, I think the overarching word is the word sacrifice mm. <laughs> so uh, that that word sacrifice I think encapsulates what I have had to do for the impact that you can define today mm. so if you try and I will I would quantify impact with respect to lives specifically mm. it's good to have done innovative things which I did many years ago mm. that has been saving the UK government 3.2 million pounds annually since then. Mm. That's excellent. It's in the record books. It's known in my industry mm. or the industry I've left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great to have. But then there is impact that is boundless. And, you know, I was, I was having a conversation with my mentor last night and one of the things that he highlighted is that when you, when you speak of the heart, the heart is boundless. The heart mm-hmm. of a person, the heart of man is boundless. So impact impressed on the hearts, influenced on the hearts, mm-hmm. I believe is valuable, more mm-hmm. valuable than whatever you can look at from a financial perspective. Mm-hmm. What is money anyway? It's, it's, you know, money can come and go. Money, it's, it's a tool that helps things happen. And I'm not looking down on money. It never, ever will. <laughs> never, ever will. Otherwise, why are we all you know, pushing harder, going to work, I guess. But the overarching price is yeah. sacrifice. And that comes in different shapes and sizes. In order for you to really impact lives, you have to dedicate something called time. You have to dedicate something called time. And time is valuable to you. Sorry, one second. Time is valuable to you. And even though you want to use it for your own good, Mm. to develop your own life or to um, do something... Okay, I think we're back now. Can you all hear me? Bye-bye. Can you all hear me? Okay, please confirm in your chat if you can. I, I want to make sure. I know this is recording. It's perfect, but I want to check that those who are live via the chat can hear me. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I had a bit of a technical difficulty here. Okay, but feel free to engage with us via the chat. I love how this, how we do this, which is a blend of live and recorded. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. brilliant. Okay, <laughs> so going back to the issue of um, what price did I have to pay mm-hmm. for impact? I have had to sacrifice my time. Mm-hmm. For a period of five years going, I was a full-time engineer and a full-time pastor. Mm-hmm. And a pastor not in the 
in a in a Sunday Sunday yeah. sort of <laughs> a setting of a church. No, it's it's a full on lifestyle. So I had to pay the price of time. It mm. meant that sleep was not something I really consided mm. for a time. You can see, you can see my eye bags, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's part of the price for impact, right? Mm. You know the, the fact that it's it's had to cost me time. And when you look at anyone who has done anything significant, they had to pay the price of time. Mm. You know, people look at Nelson Mandela and say, say oh, he's a great president. Did you know he was in prison for, what, 27 years? Mm. That's time. He sold that time into something. And it was into a cause that he believed in. So anyone who's thinking of impact, the first thing you need to understand is that you have to put in that sacrifice called time and i would say that you know what qualifies you for impact is the degree to which you've sacrificed uh. okay i repeat that for anybody who needs, needs to write that down what qualifies you for impact is the degree to which you have sacrificed so how much time have you put into something that qualifies you to make impact in that domain mm. somebody one of you asked me a question during the week they were trying to ask how they balance their their work life with their time for ideas outside of school and one thing i suggested to the person i said the key thing for you is prioritization you know you, you in this season of your life right now the temptation is you want to go out and have fun with your friends mm. and i said you want to have fun today that's the that's the yearning of your body now i said to the person don't give up what you want the most which is in the future mm for what you want right now, which is your present desire. I want to be with my friends. And I said, in the season that you're in, you need to make sure that you make decisions, not because it feels good, but because it is right for you mm. now. So a person in your age group, they are meant to be spending time building their value. Mm. And I think it lines very well with the fact that we spoke about value last week, yeah. where anything that's valuable needs time. Don't get it twisted. It needs time. And you can either access that time due to what you are putting in mm. or access it through mentorship. Mm. Most of you who are now listening to me, you have got inroad into 12 years of an engineering career that was at the pinnacle, cutting edge, as much as cutting edge would allow in the railways. Mm. That is what you've got access to. So the aspiring engineers have got access to 12 years now, live and direct with, mm. through me. So you can either pay the, you will pay the price through what you will do mm. and you can access price through mentorship. Mm. So I, I would say that th those are some early examples of, of the kind of prices you pay. And I gave an example last week, nobody might remember this, but I gave an example of what Mark Zuckerberg was faced with. One of the most difficult decisions he ever had to make was the day he was offered his first $1 billion. Mm. If he accepted that deal from Yahoo at the time, Mark Zuckerberg may well have disappeared into oblivion today. Yeah. But one of the prices he had to pay for the impact he has today mm. is the denial of self now. Don't give up what you want the most because of what you want right now. Mm. Please, can you just for the technical team, can you just make sure you're, you're aware of what's going on? Right, so if Zuckerberg did not have access to mentorship, mm. that mentor that told him 
somebody's going to come and offer you one billion. Make sure you don't accept it. Be- don't give up what you want the most because of what you want right now. Mm. Does that make sense? Is that simple? Yeah. Okay. So unfortunately, one of the prices he had to pay in that time was he had to sacrifice his desire to solve the, the monetary problem at the time. Mm. And you might not know this, he lost a lot of his team members, the entire management team that he had. Mm. They all left because they couldn't understand why he didn't say yes mm. to something that soothed their pain at that point. So one of the, the, the prices you have to pay is you need to maybe learn how to cope with a period where people may not necessarily agree with you mm. and not see where you're coming from. If you're going to have impact, you would have to sacrifice your time. Sometimes it might mean a sacrifice of relationships. Mm. Not because you are a bad person and not because you're deliberately evil. Mm. It's just because of what you see very clearly. Mm. And, and in Zuckerberg's case, he had to pay that. He was fortunate, though, that it didn't take long for him to be proven right. Mm. So, so those would be some initial mm. responses. That's very interesting. So the price of impact mm. is sacrifice. Yeah. Now, you know, I've been privy and very lucky to have direct mentorship by yourself. So I'm going to just pick out some things mm-hmm. from our previous conversations that we've had in private. <laughs> and I remember there was a time you mentioned, you said you you have to always out-sacrifice your opponent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you used to always say that, that for you to, you know, have impact, yeah. you need to out-sacrifice your opponent. And I think you um, you used an illustration mm-hmm. of a war tactic. And I want us to, I want you to actually tell us a little bit more about that. And mm-hmm. so I think that would be really interesting for the students to learn mm-hmm. about out-sacrificing the people that you're up against. Yes. So one of the key things I, I taught you, I believe, a while ago, can you can you all confirm you can hear me please i i think the for some reason i keep getting muted or something gets tweaked or messed up thank you very much thank you thank you thank you i can see the chats excellent okay so the question just in case something happened um with the audio was for me to outline what i normally say to you in private about Mm -hmm. sacrificing your opponent Mm -hmm. you see the the issue with a lot of people, especially in our generation, is that we want things done now. Mm. And it's not, unfortunately, it's not our fault. It's just that innovation has got to a point now where things are done much quicker. Mm. Things in our lifetime happen at the pace that they've never happened in the history of mankind. So if you look at a microwave, a microwave now makes us cook food much quicker mm. than they used to 100 years ago. Mm. We, they call it the microwave generation, microwave right? Generation, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's fine. That's okay. Now I'm looking at, within that generation, the people who are able to sacrifice the most are the ones that will come out on top. Mm. So I began to use an example of Alexander the Great, I believe, mm. wasn't it? Where th- there was this time where they went up against the city. Alexander the Great was, of course, one of the great um, military generals of history Mm. and when he came up to a battle I don't remember the name of the city now he came up to the city gates and the walls and the the city that the the army people the army of that city defending looked out and they saw Alexander approach and of course Alexander was like open your gates or something Mm -hmm. and 
they didn't quite respond mm. how he expected them to because he you know he was known at the time mm. he was expecting that you guys would be scared of me yeah. surely you should know who i am <laughs> so he rocks up to the city gates because they didn't respond he just told a like a section of his army team and says right remember they're on the cliff at this point mm. so the edge of the entrance to the city was not far away from the, from the cliff edge mm. He told the section of his army closest to the cliff edge, let's say they're on the left, he told them, right, let's call them Battalion X for now. Mm -hmm. Battalion X, turn left and march. And these men and women, I think men, I actually think about it now. These men marched off the cliff, as in on the command of Alexander the Great. Mm -hmm. And by the time the army in the city realized, hang on a second, these guys are willing to die. Mm -hmm. Their level of fatalism is unmatched. So when they saw people dropping off the cliff, the the city commander just told them, open the gates, whatever you want, you know, we're, we're all good now. Yeah. And, and I said to them, you know, just that simple act where people saw how they were willing to let go of everything, the defending army just had to let go. Mm -hmm. So in your context now, I'm looking at you, if you're in a, in a business setting, or you want to you want to make impact in business. I'm asking you, what level are you willing to sacrifice to? Mm. You know, I uh, I was looking at Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is one of the great Olympians. Michael Phelps trained every day. I think for about maybe 15 years. Mm. I, I meant to get my numbers right. Every day, and he said, every if you lose a day in swimming, you have to work two more days to gain that one day you've lost. Wow. He did that for 15 years. That's why he's the legendary man we know today. Mm. That is the price for impact. Mm. It's a level of sacrifice. Mm. So you could talk about it from an army perspective where, yeah, we're willing to lose our lives, you know, and the, the other team will say, okay, wow, we're not ready to lose our lives. And they realize, okay, we're going to give up. Or you can look at it from a perspective of training. When you, when you put your body under training, as someone like Michael Phelps did, mm. which was significant, or you can look at an Elon Musk. By the way, go and check Elon Musk. Elon Musk has publicly said, when he started SpaceX, when he started Tesla, these businesses had a 10% chance of working. Mm. <laughs> but do you know what he said? He said he needed to have a level of fatalism. Mm. Those were his words. That's his words he used in public. Literally saying, I'm willing to sacrifice my all. Mm. You might not know this, but anyone who knows, Elon Musk is actually an engineer like me, like many of you watching today mm -hmm. or listening today, he is an engineer. When he got to university, when I tell you guys about value and productivity, he got to a state where he had to make a decision. From uni, he had the dreams of multiplanetary settlement, mm -hmm. people living in Mars. Mm -hmm. He had this dream in uni, but he realized he had to be valuable and relevant to the time. Mm -hmm. At that time in university, what was that, 30 years ago maybe? Mm. It's a 50 plus, right? 50 years, yeah. maybe about 50. So we're looking at 30 years ago. No one is thinking about Mars. Everyone was thinking at the time about the internet. Mm. The internet was what everyone was thinking about mm. at the time. So Elon, for a time, he had to park the multiplanetary idea mm. away to solve the issue of the internet. So he went and actually started an internet business. I think it was PayPal. Someone needs to check for that, um, put it in the chat for me. I think it was PayPal that he was, oh, Tasha, do you want to do it for me here in the studio? I believe it was PayPal, one of, an internet company. So he started it. He made money when he sold it. Please hear me, when I speak about fatalism and out-sacrificing because it's the price for impact, 
when he the the 100 and something million dollars profit that he made from that internet business the next week he was on the couch of his friend's house he was squatting with his friend some of you some of us if we made our first million I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. You're out of here, right? You're out of here. But you see, if you want to make impact, and that's why I said to you, what qualifies you for impact is the degree to which you've sacrificed. And Elon was willing to put down the $180 million, I believe. By the way, if you're listening to this podcast, you can go and I've, I've always said this, correct my numbers where I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I just roughly remember about $180 million US. He was willing to put all that money into a business he sold that as a seed for his real business venture today elon musk is now worth i mean he's probably the second richest man in the world now multi-billion dollar you know so it's it's an issue of what are you willing to sacrifice he put all that money down that is fatalism that is me if i made a million i don't think i'm just going to put all of it like that that's what your body will tell you, your flesh will tell you. He actually made 307 million. Okay. And the company was called Zip2. Zip2, okay, okay. I, I need to check, maybe I've got that figure wrong. Maybe I'm looking at profit for him or his share. If that business was sold at that price, whatever. But nonetheless, you can go do your research. It's out there in the world. Thanks, the Lord, for internet. Mm-hmm. So my point is or was, he was willing to out sacrifice and he put all of it. So that would be my response to your question, mm-hmm. really, even though it's multifaceted that's really interesting Mm. so i think we can probably say that's one of the tactics of the for fighting as an underdog as well Mm -hmm. be willing to out sacrifice your opponent go further spend more time train more than they will and i guess when you are when you've reached a level of influence you become comfortable maybe Mm -hmm. so i think as an underdog you still have the grit and the fight and there's nothing wrong with being very grassroots a lot of you know really big movements or grassroots movements Mm. okay so would you say um so how how could i cause an impact if I think I have nothing at my disposal. So you're saying that, okay, we have to sacrifice, but what if I just feel like I'm insignificant, I don't have much to give, I don't have much reach, much, or, you know, there's not much going on with myself. How can I cause impact with nothing? Mm. So, you know, one thing I need to highlight is that many of these guys didn't think they were going to end up where they ended up. Mm. Elon didn't think he was going to be the person he is today. Mm. He said that publicly. Same as Zuckerberg. Mm. Same as um, um, the Amazon guy, Bezos. Mm. They never thought they would end up where they are today. Most of us don't. So what I'm trying to highlight to you is we all don't believe we're going to end up there. Mm. So the the question is, are you willing to push past how you feel now? Mm. That's the question. Are you willing to push past what it looks like today? Mm. It's just that simple. And I believe one of the things that helps you in that journey is how closely knit are you with the vision that you believe you've conceived? Because if you are closely knit with that vision from the inside Mm -hmm. and you are in an enabling environment to help you birth that vision, Mm -hmm. I think that's what would give us the grit to last the distance. Many people, they stop short. They don't fall short. They mm. stop short. You you stop short. I mean, just look at yourself when you train. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, I was doing a bit of boxing training, right? And the, the, I realized that my personal trainer, 
he helps me go beyond where I would have stopped short. Mm. And that's why I always emphasize mentorship because what would happen is if you get to a point where you feel like, oh, I can't go past it, that's why you've got a personal trainer. Mm. You know, you've got a, a, a PT, personal trainer, that helps you where you are about to give up. Mm. And they tell you, no, 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 you can swing more, 10 more jabs, mm. and you're going back, 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 which was what I was doing yesterday. Mm. Okay, so I would say in times like that, when you feel like you can't go past your physical limits now, that's where you need to be in an enabling environment. So look at it this way, especially for you tech people, um, because this, this uh, podcast is specific to that. Mm. There are three levels you can be in, and I want you to gauge and ask yourself this question. What level of impact do I want to have? Mm. You can have employee impact. Mm. You can have executive impact. Or you can have founder impact. Three levels I want you to consider today. Mm. Employee impact. Executive impact. Or founder impact. You can be an employee. You see, the advantage of that is cushy life. Mm. Comfortable. But from what I understand, I'm not yet dead, but from what I understand, when you look at the numbers, one of the worst things to do on your deathbed is to actually look back and realize I could have pushed more Mm. or realize you could have done more. Mm. Um, So an employee life is one that's comfortable, one that's easy, and everybody has a choice to make. Yeah? Mm. Or you can aim for executive level, which is you can rise up the ranks in a career and you can aim to want to have impact to a degree to which you are now known as an executive member. Mm. You see, one of the issues with that is you would have to climb over people. You know, the advantage is you would have a comfortable life and probably be well paid, but Mm. chances are you would work hours that would mean you can't enjoy the money. And because the vision was not conceived by you, you would end up bitter. Mm. You you will serve someone else's vision for a long time, only to be given stipends at the end of the day. Mm. Executive level. But when you look at founder level, the, the, the joy about the founder level of impact is you were able to conceive it's like a baby mm. you conceive the baby but once you've conceived an idea you need to give the, the, the con- what you've conceived the conception an environment to thrive in mm. that's why I was mentioning the fact that the Nakatech Academy is beyond just a teaching school mm. it is like a hub where your ideas can be conceived but they are protected until you give birth to it. Mm. And what helps you protect it is being not just being in an ecosystem, mm. but having mentorship and guidance and also source of, source of funding mm. to help bring it to realization. Mm. So the question for you guys in tech today is, are you, are you aiming for employee level of impact? Mm. Are you aiming for executive level of impact? Mm. Or are you aiming for founder level of impact? Mm. Wherever you choose, there are different there are different requirements for each of those levels. The time you will dedicate as an employee is very different to the time you'll dedicate as a founder. Mm. But the fact is, the joy could be relative. Mm. And I just need you to answer that question for yourself. Mm. Okay, so it's a personal trainer that I think will help you mm. in those times when you feel low, mm. but you also have to make a choice. Mm. What level am I fighting at? That's really interesting. So that leads me to ask you a question because one of the questions I had for you was mm-hmm. can impact be measured or calculated? Mm-hmm. But so you stated these three levels of impact. Mm-hmm. Is any impact good enough? So if I say I want to dedicate my life and I just want to help my family, 
is that fair? Is that good enough? That's impact, right? Yeah, yeah, it is impact. But uh, but uh, what I'll say is, and you know, if you remember last week, I started by saying we're not here to make a living. Yeah. Anyone who is in the Nakatech Academy today, I am trying to teach you to realize that you are more than making a living. Yeah. You're born to make an impact. Yeah. And you see, I'm here to talk to you about greater things than mm. just looking at the mediocre level. Mm. It is great to solve your family's problem, mm. but actually m impact is measurable. Mm. And I'll show you how. There are two ways to measure impact. You can make a significant change to a small group of people, mm. or you can make a small change to a significant number of people. Okay. You get that? Mm. If, let's say I am in... Um, in London now, mm. and I make a massive change to the living conditions of people, let's say in South London, that is impact mm. because I've changed their life significantly. Or you can make a small change. Let's say I improve how you text message mm. for the world. I didn't invent the telephone, mm. but I changed how text messaging is done for everybody. So that small change impacts many lives. Mm. Or you can make a massive change for a few lives. You choose, it's up to you. Those are the two key ways I would say you can measure impact. Mm. And each of those choices de depends on your wiring. All I'll say is, one thing is for sure, you can go all your life, look after your family, quote unquote now, and you can live a comfortable life and just be a bleep in history. No one would remember you. Mm. Or you can make a choice to say, actually, I want to go beyond myself. Mm. And I'm willing to sacrifice beyond just what it takes to make impact in family. Mm. I want to make a wider impact. Mm. And I will say, because of the challenges many of you have faced, I've heard your stories one-on-one -on -one and it inspires me. Many of you, unfortunately, you've dealt with loss of family. Mm. You've seen the pain of poverty. So the question I'll ask you, why would you want to limit the impact of that pain? Mm. Your pain can have a wider impact beyond just your family. Mm. So I would say, aim to make a significant change mm. through impacting many lives, mm. not just a few within your circle. Mm. That'll be my encouragement to you. Mm. And it reminds me of something else you always tell me. Um, mm about when you die, you want to die empty of yep. everything that is in you. <laughs> that sounds like me for sure. Yeah, yeah. so you don't want to die thinking, oh, I could have done more, I could have helped this person, I could have, you know, saved more lives, I could have impacted more people. You want to die completely empty yeah. of every single thing that God has put in you or everything that you know you have in you to give. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, what do you think sacrifice looks like for a architect student? Okay, I'll tell you right now. Um, right now as an architect student you should be asking yourself the question why is it that this thing was set up mm. ask why was the Nakatech Academy set up mm. when you look at the why it will give you an indication of what sacrifice should look like mm. okay so as a student I'm asking myself, my peak is coming. Mm. Most of you right now, based on your age group, you will start to peak in 10 years time. Mm. 
the question you should ask yourself is what would make you relevant in that 10 years time when you're at your peak mm. and the Nakatek Academy is what will make you relevant mm. I'll you, okay put it this way most of the people who have actually I would say done significant things in life mm. right the Jeff Bezos's, mm. the Elon Musk's, mm. those men are now actually building schools. Mm. Go and look at Elon. Elon now has started his school called Ad Astra. Mm. Okay, I was making a jest last night, and I was I was speaking on the broadcast, and I said Elon's got twenty students. We've got one hundred and fifteen now. <laughs> but his whole ethos for for teaching his school is he's trying to project into ten years ten years time what will make them relevant. Mm. Most of you right now are in a in an educational system that is frankly out of date. Mm, yeah. You are just being downloaded information. Mm. You're being given information. You're not being trained for the future that you're going into. Why are you still sitting and writing with your hand? Mm. Have you stopped to ask? Mm. Why are you still writing exams with your hand? Why are we still doing that? Mm. Mm. I'm looking, why, we, why have we still got bored and chalk? Mm. Why? Hence the Nakatech. Mm. We've got the internet now. And I'm, we're, we're here training you for the future you're going into. Yeah. So what you're going to have to sacrifice is for a time you will look odd. Mm. For a time you will look crazy. Elon says he's, he's made peace with the fact that he, he looks mad. Mm. <laughs> That's part of the price you pay for impact. Yeah. You will look like a madman. I touched on Abraham Lincoln last, last week. Mm. One of the prices he had to pay for the impact he would make was that for a season he was mad. He actually lost his mind. I'm not saying you will, mm -hmm. but you may look like you've done. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to look funny in the eyes of people? Mm -hmm. Anyone who leads a new initiative, they initially look like they're crazy. Mm -hmm. Steve Jobs looked like he was mad when he was saying, you don't need something you can press physically. You just need a touch screen. Mm -hmm. He looked crazy. Some people have tried before him. They messed up. He did it. He succeeded. Mm -hmm. So when you go back as a Nakatech student, we're here trying to make you relevant for the future that you're walking into. Mm. Look, technology is changing at the pace of thought, mm. at the speed of thought things change. In 18 months, every digital device you've got will be out of date. Mm. Whereas we've still got an old educational system. So the, the sacrifice as a Nakatech student is mm. the willingness to actually plug into why this thing was done. It would mean for a time you might look like you're odd. Mm. That's one of the things you've got to deal with. Are you willing to accept that? Also, it's the price of time. Mm. Look, everything that's significant, any company that's made an impact, on average, you're looking at 10 years, people. Mm. 10 years. Are you willing to plow 10 years into a vision? Mm. If you have not put 10 years into something, you cannot claim to be, an, you cannot claim to have um, impact in that area. Mm. That would just be my recommendation. It's not a black and white rule here, mm. but that would be my recommendation. So you've got to sacrifice in terms of, you know, why is this vision here? Mm. Why are they doing this? Why? It's to actually make you relevant for the future we're going into. Mm. Africa should not, Africa should bypass whatever all the, the other countries have done. Mm. We should go, we should not, we should stop using paper currency. Mm. We should stop straight away. We should realize we don't care what the world's doing. Mm. We're going to do our own digital currency. And that's birthed also from a place of actually tech being the driver. Mm. We've got cryptocurrency. We should allow cross-border trading mm. where I don't need to have peso or naira. Mm. 
I don't need to have that. I just need to have a digital currency. Mm. You know? So those would be some initial levels, um, I would say, responses in terms of what sacrifice yeah. that student and architect should make. Okay. That's really... Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate here yeah. and ask you a question. What if that's 10 years? That's too long of a time. Um, so what if I say... Uh, I don't. I don't want to sacrifice that time. I don't want to sacrifice my relationships. Is there a shortcut to sacrifice? There isn't. It's simple. It's just that simple. <laughs> there isn't. There isn't. There is nothing valuable mm. that doesn't require time. Mm. It needs it. Mm. You, you. You don't have to believe me today. By the way, mm. I don't need you to believe me. Mm. I frankly do not care. Mm. I don't care. Mm. Your future will tell you. Mm. And today will serve as a witness because mm. you listened. You heard someone tell you. Mm. I don't care what you think about mm. me. I really don't. Mm. Your time will tell. Mm. So we can't shortcut sacrifice. You just can't. So we're going to do something slightly different today. Okay. We are going to take a short five-minute break. Mm -hmm. And what I want you students to do during that break is to send any questions you have into the chat. Yeah. Or um, maybe put your hands up. And then when we come back, we will answer the questions. Okay. How about that? Does that sound good? I know it's very different. Yeah. But, we, you know, let's switch things up sometimes. Of course, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> new for let's try new formats. Okay. So we'll go on a five-minute break, and then we'll go into the Q&A session. Yeah. Excellent. So Speak we'll soon. see you guys shortly. Excellent. Hi guys, we're back. Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties that we had to deal with with the sound. We were made aware of the fact that there was a um, humming noise. Sorry about that. But in, in future, let us know if there's any issues with the sound or anything like that, just so we can rectify it in time so it doesn't distort the recording. So we're back now for the Q&A session. This has been a great time because I've learned a lot about impact and the fact that impact is actually sacrifice mm. and you know it's great to talk about these things but when you're actually living it yeah. <laughs> it's very very different yeah. and um i think you know one of the questions that i would have is you know what do you do when you feel like i've been sacrificing my time i've sacrificed relationships i've sacrificed you know i've sacrificed my body i'm training i'm putting in all my efforts i've sacrificed myself in terms of the things that i would like to do or yeah. the things that i would want to do but i'm not seeing results what then i i have to say we the best thing to do is you know i spoke about the mentor mm. the personal trainer um, that is able to help you push beyond your limits. Please confirm in the chat you can hear us okay. Just in the chat, make sure that the, the audio is still as good as it was before. Apologies for the crackling noise. I, I spoke about a personal trainer helping you in your journey and pushing you beyond your limits. But So that, that's one way of helping you in your journey. There is no shortcut. I keep saying this. There, there is no shortcut. Another way is to look at history. Look at those who've gone ahead of us. Look, okay, Rick, Rick Ross. Everyone know Rick Ross? Mm -hmm. If you, you know, please let me know in your chat if you know Rick Ross. Sometimes my age shows by the music <laughs> I used to listen to. Um, people are shocked that I used to love D12. D12 is a group with Eminem and um, Bizarre and, you know, this is interesting rappers. I think I was alive during that time. <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> You're silly. Uh, Rick Ross, biggest boss. Okay, so, so at least somebody recognizes that they know who Rick Ross is. Uh, Rick Ross, I you know Rick Ross was one of the guys that I kind of I started to listen to him until I sort of fell out of love. Really, it was kind of like hip hop. I'm not actually I'm not falling out of love with him entirely. It's it's still there. You know Rick Ross. 
he went 10 years, I think, 10 years of producing music before he made his first money from it. And I remember, so he was saying this to one of his NFL friends. Uh, it's not Ocho Cinco, it's the other guy now. Um, he was saying to one of his NFL friends who, who was in the Miami Dolphins at the time. NFL was the American football. Yeah. So this American footballer, young guy, was in Rick Ross's house. And he was speaking to Rick Ross about the, the grind of his profession. And Rick Ross told him, he said, bro, I look like I've been having money. Mm. He said, I've only just started having money. Mm. And at this time, he was already 10 years strong. Mm. He had done a few albums. Mm. So what Rick Ross was trying to say to the young, I think it was Marshall, Brandon Marshall. Mm. He was saying to Brandon that I could not bypass time. Mm. So it helps when you speak to people who've walked that walk or mm. been in that journey as well. They help you. Mm. It helps you know that, okay, someone has been here before. They've been here and it just gives you that extra boost. Mm. So it's good to have the voice of the mentor mm. right there saying like a personal trainer saying, yeah, you can keep going, you can keep swinging, you can keep pushing. Also look at history and you realize no one bypasses time. Mm. And I think that would, that would be an extra boost for you mm. in the times when you feel down, mm. you know? So when you're not seeing the results of your sacrifice, seek out mentorship and look at history. What, sorry? Seek out mentorship and look at yes. history. Yes, well. seek out mentorship and look at history. Mm. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see we're going to start the Q&A um, section of the podcast and I can see some questions already david Mamba said um i know rick cross made back music yes. back music yeah. <laughs> uh we have a question here from Taja. hi Taja. it says how do we get to the founder level whilst also trying to survive and make enough income just for now would we have speaking to Mike, your, would we you? have to balance both employee and founder levels for a while? Okay, that makes sense. So, for example, Taja, um, she's eighteen years old, mm -hmm. and she's obviously having to work right now mm -hmm. um, to make her living. And I know she also has uh, her business and entrepreneurial stuff that she does on the side as well. So she's kind of living both worlds. So mm -hmm. she's a founder of a business or an mm -hmm. enterprise. And she's also an employee as well. How do you balance that? How do you balance that? Yeah, I believe there's a, there comes a time. Mm. There comes a time where you would have to balance both. Mm. There are times where for, for a season you may even have to park your ultimate founder dream mm. and walk the path of an employee. Mm. Many of the people who've been ahead of you have had to have done that. Mm. It's also a process you cannot skip. Mm. There was a price you pay for impact. Alibaba, well into his 40s before he could stand and stamp himself as a founder. Mm. But he walked the walk of employee for a while. Mm. So it is very possible that your path could take you down that journey. Mm. Can the sound team confirm everything's okay? Is, mm. it, is it okay here? Yeah, yeah? Yes, sir. Okay. So for a time, you might have to do that. Mm. You know, I was speaking earlier about Elon. I'll just stick with that now. Elon, remember I said to you, he had these multi-planetary dreams. Mm. But he had to park it for a while to do an internet business. Mm. Or he had to do internet. And that was what afforded him with the funds to do what he was ultimately aiming to do. Mm. So for a time, yes, you can do employee mm. on the path to founder. Mm. That was my answer. Yeah. So you can balance both. 
Um, does anyone else have any questions? You can speak and put your hands up mm. and then let us know. I can't see any hands. Oh, I can see two hands up. So we have a question from, let's, I can see Robert first. So we'll go to Robert. Um, my question is, you talked about uh, the three levels. So if, if there's any, like among the three ones, which one can you best advise us to go for as you are a mentor? And if there are reasons to that, maybe you can provide. Very good question. Mm -hmm. I would say that this response would have to depend on the individual. Okay, what I, what I think will be really good is for us to carry these discussions through. Mm -hmm. Many of you have been texting me, so I'm knowing you one on one now. Mm -hmm. And based on that, we can look at the situation. It's not a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. Some of you, you know, you know, there is a difference between a manager and a leader. Mm -hmm. The worst thing to do is put a manager in leadership position and, and expect him to create new solutions and drive change. Mm. That's not, it's, he has that innate gift as a manager. Mm. So some of you are actually designed to get to executive level. And then there is a price you pay for that. And I can mm. talk to you about the prices to pay as an executive. You could, you mm. could, you could for example, understand that when you're trying to go for executive level, you, there is something called the corporate ladder you have to climb. Mm. Mm. I, will have to, I will have to talk you through the steps on those ladders. Mm. So that will have to be on an individual basis. Mm. Uh, whereas for a founder, founder, you, 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 one of your, the, the ladders you have to climb is funding, mm. looking for funding. That's a separate conversation. Mm. So Robert, I really wish I could give a one size fits all, but I think it would have to be dependent on each person. Mm. That's why we've got this forum broken down into even your student advisor so that one-on-one -on -one we can know. But you've all got my phone number. Mm. You can message me, we'll get chatting. Mm. And I think it's from there we can develop on what best suits you. Mm. Left to me, left to me, I believe that many of the young people on our continent, they already have that founder's instinct. Mm. That's what I believe. I believe we have the founder's instinct. Mm. And the founder's instinct normally is birthed from a place of pain mm. where you've seen that things are not the way they should. And because of either the pain of loss or the pain of poverty or the pain of seeing things how they are not meant to be, mm. that will drive or spark a fire within you to want to change things. That's a founder. Mm. So I think many of us have that founder thing. Mm. but. <laughs> I don't want to drag on too much. I hope I hope I've helped Robert though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have. Thank you. So it's on a one-on-one -on -one basis, and you can't, you know, you are designed to be a specific thing or a specific way, I guess. Hmm. So I can see a question from LNS. Hi, Elu. I'm good, Angel. I'm good, thank you. What's your question for us today? Um. I don't know how to put it, but then, okay, you say that there's nothing viable that, that, that doesn't require time. Mm. Like, there's nothing viable you can achieve in life if you don't sacrifice your time. Mm. So, like, there are some people, like, okay, my question is, is it wrong to compare your pace with others around you? Mm. Doesn't that somehow motivate you to 
move forward because mm. you know some people can do all things at once mm. they can mix up things but then still achieve like their goals like okay my question is is it wrong to compare your best to others mm. is it wrong to compare your best your your yeah like your place or i think you said your place with others or your best with others yeah that that's a very tricky one i'll tell you right now mm. you see when you start to compare yourself your pace your pace thank you very much for that kondwani and apologies i didn't hear elness when you start to compare your pace with others what it would do it would take your focus from your form mm. you see elness has been designed to be elness mm. the moment elness <clears throat> excuse me the moment elness starts to look at the pace of mkwisa mm. the form of elness gets tampered with mm. i i don't need to look too far you know um on the track and field mm. on the 100 meter sprint look at many people in history who have lost their the the race mm. many of them they're looking and one of the things you hear from them eventually is they they look to the right or the left they try and see what everyone else is doing yeah. i think there was once where you had this guy who was so confident on the 200 meters he was looking like thinking no one was going to catch up to him on his left some guy came from nowhere and actually overtook him yeah. and also what you find is when you're running in that sprint your form is best when you're facing your front yeah. the moment you turn right and left i mean it was only you saying bolt that and he is one in a billion you know yeah. only you saying bolt because of how fast he could run he could he was so far ahead he could then begin to mess about yeah. But even then he's lost it anyway never mind <clears throat> the point is when you begin to compare your pace with others mm. you will lose your form the form of elness and this is why if i'm being honest with you mentorship is so key mm. because mentorship speaks to the form called elness mm. unfortunately and i know some people fall victim of this mm. when you have parents that compare your kids mm. it can do untold psychological damage mm. and so you would have a child that was made to be a creative they will begin to compare themselves with a child that's just mathematical mm. and then the creativity in that child is stifled and the form of the creative kid is tampered with mm. you'd end up having kids with unfulfilled potential mm. so i would say this is beyond mom or dad now mm. <clears throat> this is mentorship is very different mm. where someone can see what you've been called to and speak life into what you've been called to mm. very different to parents who expect you to all be doctors and all be engineers or be lawyers they're trying to force you into a form that's not yours mm. that's why even um this is why the nakatech school i think is one of the best things that's happened to the continent of africa family elon musk is saying do you know elon musk to get into his school he doesn't group them with ages he doesn't say you know when you are 11 years old you should be in form 2 or form 3 or no nah, he's not doing that he's grouping kids based on problem solving he's grouping kids based on their creativity level that's what should be happening in 10 years time you won't have to do maths anymore your computers will do it for you your mind will do it for you as in you won't have to think what is 5 plus 5 because there'll be a link between your limbic brain and your cortex that will help you just compute quick If you don't understand what I'm saying sorry uh, I I'll do another explanation later. <laughs> There are inventions now that are working that that would link your logical part of your brain with your creative part of your brain and it will help you think on the spot. 
And if Simi sat next to me now, when we've had those systems inputted into our brain, I won't have to think hard to get certain th facts done. I can know what she's thinking straight away. So we have to think. So why are we, going to, why are we still writing on books when the world is going further ahead? So, but, but then if we don't have academies like this that can speak into your form, what you've been called to, you would end up thinking you have to be something that you're not. So I would say mentorship is very important to help you not to begin to look at others' pace because when you look at others' pace, it would affect your form. Mm. Mm. I hope that's helped, Eluness. So basically, you said stay in your lane. Stay in your face, lane. <laughs> like my parents would say, face your front. <laughs> um, we have a question from Isaac. Isaac Zulu. Yeah, hey guys. Hi. So yeah, my question is based on sacrifice and impact. So you talked about sacrifice. So my question is how important it is for us to recognize the right sacrifice mm. to give at a certain particular point in our life or moment in our life where we need to give the right type of sacrifice. Because people talk about a lot about giving your time and stuff. So people sacrifice their relationship but when you look at the examples you have given of Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, this is just like 1% of the world's mm. population who are mm. able to do that. Mm. And they were successful. But we also can look at the others who have tried to do that. They also sacrificed, but they weren't successful mm. in their fields or whatever they were trying to sacrifice or trying to achieve. So how is it impo how important it is for us to recognize the right type of sacrifice mm. for us to be successful in what we are doing? Very, very good question. And I would have to re-emphasize what I was trying to say earlier. Maybe it wasn't, maybe I didn't say it clear enough. That's why I gave you three levels for you guys, for those who are in the tech field. That's why I gave you like three grades mm. in effect that would help you know what level of impact you believe within you you are called to do. Mm. Not everybody will be a founder. Mm. Actually, as you've rightly pointed out, it's a few. Mm. But my question to you is right now, Isaac, you are one of a billion mm. people in Africa right now, and you're here. Mm. So you're already there, clearly. You're already in the space, in the mind space, to say you qualify for that few. Mm. And I'm here to speak to the few that see greatness enough. That's what, that, that's what this Narcotech Academy is about, to get everybody to elevate in their thinking. So Isaac, the first thing to help you is identify within yourself, do I, do I feel employee level of impact? Do I see executive level of impact? Or do I see founder level of impact? Each of those requires a level of sacrifice. As an employee, all you need to do is pick the right company to work for. Well, just pick a company you think, look, they're gonna pay me good. That's employee. For, for an, let's look at the three people now. If they want to make a decision today, oh, what do I do? Employee is saying, who pays me more? Mm. Executive is saying, who's the best company to work for for 30 years? Mm. Founder is saying, what's the problem I need to solve right now? Mm. When you look at those three, they will help you funnel what type of sacrifice you make. Mm. Employee is saying, I just need to look for who's the highest bidder. Mm. Employee. Executive is saying, okay, you can pay me $10,000 more now, mm. but I want to be CEO or I want to be managing director in 30 years and 20 years. Mm. And you may pay me more now, but actually you don't have 
career progression for mm. me. Whereas I can go and take a sacrifice and take a lesser salary now because I want a longer career. So you, can you see how straight away it helps you make the sacrifices right? Whereas a founder is saying, I don't even want money. Mm. A founder will say, I don't want money right now. I will sleep on a couch. Elon Musk emptied his $180 million profit. One day, got rid of it. Mm. Because he wasn't thinking about the money now. He was thinking about solving the problem. Mm. So can you see how the different levels of sacrifice can be made based on your the, what I'll call the funnels? Employee, Psh, I just know that. Um, I just need to get the right money. Executive, right company. It may mean less money for a while. Yeah. Founder, it may mean no money for a while to solve a problem. So I think the way you worded your question was how important is it to know the type of sacrifice you need to make per mm -hmm. time? It is very important. Mm -hmm. Because if for a while you think you're a founder, meanwhile you're actually built to be an employee, you'll be making the wrong types of sacrifices mm -hmm. and you'll regret it eventually. Mm -hmm. Can you see how I'm dragging back to mental now? Mm. So somebody who's gone ahead of you, I I'm looking at some of you and saying, your peak is in 10 years' time. By the time I spent two minutes with you, I can already tell this one, you're, you're cut out to be a problem solver. Don't waste your time sat behind a desk mm. more than is necessary. Mm. You might need to sit behind a desk for five years. That's good. Mm. But don't sit longer than that. Mm. You would end up being bitter in life. Mm. There's more to life. But that's someone who's looking at you and saying, yeah, there's more to this person. Mm. But then I'll look at somebody who's saying they want to be a founder. But then you can't, you can't have a sleepless night over an idea. As a, as, as a mentor, I'll look at you and say, you mean you can't stay up all night at this solution? Who told you you can run a business? <laughs> I'll tell you, you best go look for a nice company to be an employee at. Then you can decide what level of sacrifice that requires. So mentorship also plays an important role. Hope that helps. That definitely does. That does. Um, I can see we have a question from Thomas. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi, Thomas. Yeah. Uh, my question is, um, you've emphasized on having uh, mentorship as a key. Mm. So uh, how does one know that uh, this is a good mentor? How does one recognize a good mentor? Like good mentorship. Very good question. <laughs> um, to be honest, I actually have to think about that question mm. because it depends on many factors. Mm. You could go online today and anybody could claim to be your mentor online mm. on YouTube. I would actually want to ask you what you think qualifies you, Simi. What do you think qualifies a good mentor? I want you, I want you to answer that question in a minute. But for me, <laughs> I would look at the life of the person. Yeah? So that was, um, who was that? That was that question? That was Isaac, I believe. No, Isaac asked before, I think. Oh, uh, Thomas. Thomas. Sorry. I will look at the life of this person. Yeah. I will consider their way of life yeah. before I imitate it. You get that? Yeah. I will consider the outcome yeah. of their way of life yeah. before I imitate it. So I'm looking at a mentor and saying, right, if I want to consider your life, Mr. Man, Thank you very much for being a founder, but you've had like 17 marriages that have failed. Mm. <laughs> mm. Is that a life I want, mm. for example? So these are the kinds of questions you ask yourself. If you were going to call someone your mentor, mm. ask, look at their life. Consider the outcome of their life. Mm. 
And it's beyond just monetary, which is what I've been trying to highlight to you guys. The finances are a byproduct. And by the way, many of these guys that we speak of and I name drop a lot, they do not care about the money like that. They were driven by something greater was their vision. So you have to look at the outcome of their way of life and say, do I want to be like this person? And that relates to everything. Some people, you've heard of them. They were horrible people. Like horrible to their employees. Do you want to be like that? You may want to. That's okay. But for you to help select the right mentor, you have to consider their way of life and then choose to imitate based on your consideration of their way of life. Yeah. That is how I'll say you make a mentor. And it's, 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 it's a wide thing. You have to look at a, a plethora of things. It's not just how much they have in their bank account. Mm. Many of them end up depressed. Mm. Many of them end up actually being on substance mm. abuse. By the way, they have substance abuse. Many of them do that. Many of them have failed relationships with their kids. Mm. So you have to ask these questions. Mm. Consider the outcome of their way of life mm. and then choose to imitate. Absolutely. I what do you think? I agree with that wholeheartedly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to cop out and just say, oh, I agree with you. But I do. I think that's the foundation. That's the core thing to look for. Mm. Um, w- the results that they've shown in their lives with the principles. There's no point someone teaching you about excellence, but you can't see excellence yeah. in their lives as well. So I completely agree with that. And then just to add as well, I would say... Um, they it's their also their ability to speak to the real you okay if that makes sense so you know you may have dreams and visions that you want to actualize but you don't actually know how to get there and i think a key part of mentorship or for me has been when um pastor dami here will speak to me and he will just make things fall in place and then i'll say oh yeah i've always thought that or i've always wanted to do that but i didn't know how to communicate it Mm. and i think that's a part of your mentor's job to help you communicate visualize and actualize um you know the things that are in your heart so I think there does have to be some sort of connection there where maybe Thomas you have this dream but you don't know the steps to get there Mm. and then you meet someone and they can tell you okay maybe drop this for now do this do that and you can see that they're helping to shape your life Mm. towards what you want to become so absolutely they they need to have results in their lives as well so you need to be able to see about the things that they're telling you but then I think also they need to be able to speak to the real you. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's so good. I can see we have one more question from Christopher. Christopher Kalupe, is that right? Yeah. Maybe we've lost him. I, I've just got confirmation now that my numbers were not wrong. I like to always check. So the, the Elon Musk had a proceed of $180 million. So I was not, not too bad. My memory is not oh, too bad after all. And he put $100 million in SpaceX. Mm. He put $70 million in Tesla. Mm. He put $10 million in Solar City, And he had to borrow money for rent the next week. Oh, wow. That's what I was speaking about in terms of sacrifice. And of course, that's the founder's level of sacrifice, mm. which is very different to an employee or executive mm. level. Mm. Christopher, I can see your hand still up and you're you're unmuted. I maybe you're having technical difficulties. Yeah. Maybe type your question into the chat so we can read it out for you.
whilst we just wait for Christopher, does anyone else have any questions? I think I saw David. I saw your hands up and then you put them down. Maybe your question was already answered. I think I don't think I've seen you live on these sessions because you're usually at church. So hi, David. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Hope you're all well. Uh, my question was in line with Isaac's question about okay. analyzing which sacrifice is the best fit for you. Sometimes mm. you tend to channel the concentration is something that will really work for you and then you realize when it's late. Mm. So I was just trying to find out how you would analyze the options and all that. But maybe a follow-up question. Mm. In case you tend to have gained all the training, maybe you gained the skills, but you lack exposure because sometimes you have to showcase these things, which you get maybe an opportunity to work somewhere, maybe to maybe even in a community you might do something, but your exposure isn't really really being portrayed very well. So is there any way you can improvise something to complement exposure so that you can actually be of of help? <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. I believe the network broke off a little bit. Mm. And if you don't mind, David, please type out the question in the chat. But from what I could gather, it has to do with exposure. Mm. And I guess leveraging on exposure when you don't quite have it. Mm. Um, but please confirm it in the chat if, if I was wrong. And I'll just speak to that effect in the meantime whilst I wait for that. You see, that's why the Nakatech has been birthed. Mm. The Nakatech Academy has been birthed simply for that reason. Mm. So a David or, uh, or a Dali in Malawi or if you're in Zambia or if you're in Morocco or if you're in Kenya, if you're in Nigeria listening to me today, we have created a hub that's interconnected. Mm. So on the Nakatech platform, what is happening is Nigerians are linking with Kenyans, linking with Ugandans, link, linking with Zambians with a united front. Mm. I, I, the, the word I've been using a lot in my house is a united front. So we have to leverage on each other's exposure. So what, what does that look like? As the academic year starts now, mm. we're going to have problem-solving groups. Mm. And the whole point behind it is that you would have a problem that is faced by a specific region mm. and a David will be exposed to what maybe someone in Ghana is facing. You might not see the impact of what that's doing for you today. But the long-term benefit is that the, 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 your mind is being opened up. Mm. New neural pathways are being created in your brain. And it opens up that creative right-hand side of your brain. And when that part is being unlocked, you might be somewhere in Zambia today. But your mind is being elevated because you're speaking to a dummy in London today. So I believe the platform is what enables that exposure anyway. And we've already created it for you. So we would leverage it over time, David. You will see the benefits over time. We're only a year in. We're, we're still a spring chicken. We're still young, mm. right? Watch. When you begin to see a lot of people pop out from Nigeria, pop out from South Africa, you'll begin to see the fruits of it, mm. okay? So we've started. The, the platform is already set up mm. for the exposure to be leveraged on. Mm. It's now a matter of seeing the fruits of it. So, I mean, last week you had a meeting, didn't you? Mm. With one of, uh, I'm probably going ahead of myself here a little bit, but, <laughs> but there are businesses, multinational corporations here in Germany you had a meeting with the CEO, is that right? The I founder. I to make you sign an NDA. Oh, sugar. <laughs> Sorry, you see, one of the issues within a pastor is as a pastor, you, you just talk and it's difficult to keep a secret. <laughs> but we are speaking to multinationals from mm. Germany, from different countries, and these people are hearing about the Nakatek Academy and they want to pump their money in. Mm. So there are the, you'll be able to leverage it. So you could be a David today, you're sat in Zambia, 
but we could link you with the CEO of... But when I say from Germany, by the way, we're talking about people who are dealing in some of the major companies you know from Germany. I'll just keep it as that mm. and just be silent for now mm-hmm. because of the disclosure and, the, and you know, <laughs> privacy's sake. This is going public, right? Um, so we've already got those platforms set up for you. Mm. Um, and I don't want you to uh, ignore the fact that it already exists. Mm. It's just going to manifest over time. Mm. I said, good bless you, Pastor Dami, Pastor Bayer from Nigeria. Hello, sir. I greet you, sir, from Nigeria. Hello. I also realized, I think there was a Pastor Victoria that I was watching earlier. My, my mind noted you from Powerbase Nigeria. How are you doing? Thank you very much for saying hello. All right. Is that another question? I see you yes. talked about comparing kids to other kids and promoting skill. My questions are to what extent do you think comparing helps? And do you think Africa has a good environment to allow people to entirely follow their dreams and be creative? Mm-hmm. That, that question right there is is a very touchy one, I have to say. And it speaks to a deep thing that's seated in our culture, unfortunately. Mm. I'll have to say to you, Christopher, unfortunately, there are certain things you can't avoid. Mm. We can't avoid or we can't change the families we're born into. Mm. And I have dealt with people one-on-one who... They've been damaged, please. That's the word I can think of. They've been damaged. They've been damaged by what their parents have said. Mm. Right? They've been damaged because their parents have compared one kid to the other. Mm. You can't avoid it in some cases. Mm. Also, where you were born, you can't change. I can't change the family I was born into. Mm. I can't change the fact that I was born to a Nigerian home and I was born in Nigeria. Mm. That can't change. Mm. What we have to do is first accept... Chris, we just accept how it is today. Mm. The question is, what would you do with the information you're being given now? Mm. Maybe your mom compared you to your older brother and your older brother seemed like he was doing well, but you didn't like maths and you were, you were pushed down because you didn't do well in maths. Mm. Sorry, you've, went, you've gone through that. Mm. You're now here and you are learning about the prospects. You're learning about a family that you are a part of that is going to solve the problems of the future. I'm sorry, your brother's not here though, but you are. Mm-hmm. In 10 years time, your brother might be the ones that are still trying to, they've been trying to educate themselves using the paper ac- academic mm-hmm. curriculum is what I'll just call it for now. Mm-hmm. You're here talking about the future. Mm-hmm. What are you willing to do with the information you've got right now? Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Dealing with the issue and I hear pain behind that question, to be honest. Mm. I hear pain. I'm not in an environment that enables me to thrive. I hear the pain, and I'm not here to talk down about it. I'm just here to say, that's why we've got a family like this. I have quit, guys, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I have had a 12-year prospering career. I quit it. I stopped my career for this. That must say something to you. Mm. To dedicate this time to create an ecosystem as much as we can. So physically, your environment might not look like it, but digitally, your story is different. Mm. Because right now, in your digital space, you've got access to people like me and the people I have access to. I'm not here saying I'll start earning more money. By the way, the money I was earning... I don't know how I'm going to survive. If I'm being honest with you guys, I don't know how, I'm, how I am going to feed myself. Mm. 
But that vision was strong enough for me to quit a very well-paying job. Mm-hmm. I am in the top one. I was in the. I was <laughs> funny. <laughs> When I was doing my engineering, I was very easily in the top 1% earning percentile mm. of the UK. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think. Top 1% globally. I didn't know it's a global number. Yeah, I was glo- global. That's quite something. And I've quit that for this. So Chris, your environment might not look how it should but you've got access to the family, mm. to me. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm saying I believe this vision so strongly. That's why I sacrificed my career for this. Mm. I don't know what the hell the five, next five years holds, mm. but I guess that's part of the sacrifice, right? Mm. And I have to choose. Am I going to be a founder? Am I going to be an executive? Or am I going to be mm. an employee? Mm. <laughs> so Chris, I hear the pain behind that question and there is a digital space here for you to thrive. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> and I can see Kondwani said the pastor description about always talking killed me. Yes, um, I sometimes I tell him things and I hear it in the preaching and I'm just like, why would, why would you repeat that? Or why, <laughs> or why would you say that? So sometimes I don't want to tell him things until it's like finalized, signed and sealed before he, you know, broadcasts it everywhere. But this has been a really amazing session. I can't Thank contain you. good news. I'm oh, sorry. I just can't <laughs> hold good news. So many of you who are being trained, this next academic year that will start very soon from the end of this month, mm. your teachers are already set. I was saying to one of you, one of your teachers now has actually developed his mm. own token, mm. his own digital token. Mm. That's massive. Mm. You're going to be learning from someone like that. Mm. I'm saying to you, we're also working with multinational corporations. So I can't contain good news, I'm sorry. It's just my nature. My mentor is also like that. <laughs> I can't contain it, okay? So, yeah, I would, I would say um, you know, there's nothing wrong with having good news. And, and so, sorry, that's why sometimes it slips out of my mouth. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much all for joining. I know we had some people from Nigeria as well, um, from Powerbase Nigeria. For those of you who don't know, Powerbase is a global um, yeah. entity and we have members from all around the world tuning in. So um, yeah. thank you for tuning in today with our Nakatech students who are spread across nine countries in Africa. Mm. Um, so we've had a really amazing discussion and I want you all to, like I said, petition in the group chat if you want us to um, expand further on this series and have more topics. Let us know what kind of things you want to discuss actually that mm. would be interesting mm. what kind of things do you want to hear about mm-hmm. you, did, yeah. Simi, did you get my hoodie from pastor that yeah, I've, I've, left it. I, yes. I've left it already so it's, it's not mine anymore we actually <laughs> did so it's right now it's at the dry cleaners yeah and then once we pick it up we will send it to you so don't forget to send <laughs> private message me your um address and i promise you will receive that tracksuit i don't know what shipping is like but let's say within the next two weeks or so so yeah so you will be getting that we made him um relinquish <laughs> the tracksuit um yeah you're welcome you're welcome thank you for the love and the discussion you're welcome i always feel the love when um we have spending some time with you guys it's been a really great session i'm just gonna say um i didn't see violet at the beginning so hi violet Elines, isaac there's someone called Technopop3, Robert Kanda, Christopher Kondwani, Rasik uh, Mukisa. I see you, Dali. Hi, Dali. 
Dali's our first ever student and I'll always refer back to that because it's insane how all this started with just one student in Malawi and now it's expanded to over 115 students in now 10 countries actually and we mm. have a database of students ready to sign up mm. from different countries too now mm. we have zimbabwe as well mm. we have um algeria oh wow i love that a little bit of arab yeah yeah what a grow. <laughs> which is very interesting so yeah. i'm i'm really excited and if you haven't already please do share the sign up links with anyone who's interested teaching will start soon um we're going we're about to start interviewing and speaking to the new students. Mm. So very exciting stuff. Mm. Um, Isaac, I see you, Kondwani, if I haven't said hello already. But today's been an amazing session. And like mm. I said, let us know anything else you want us to discuss and mm. you know speak about. And that yeah, so that's it for today, really. Any parting words? Um, I'll just say uh, thank you for the opportunity and I look forward to it. And I mm. keep sharing. I know many of you have been reaching out to me via text messages. Keep asking questions and I'll, I'll keep responding. Sometimes I don't get to them instantaneously, mm. but I will do over time, no doubt. And I would encourage you to keep pushing, all right? There was a price for impact and it's sacrifice. Mm. Sacrificing time, sacrificing you giving up what you want now because of what you really want the most. Mm. Okay, don't make decisions just because they are cheap. Mm. Don't make decisions just because they're easy. Make decisions because they are right. Mm. And those are some key things I want you to remember mm. going forward, okay? And of course, access to mentorship helps you mm. in the days where you feel weak, you feel lowly, and also access to history, looking at people who've been there and done that, mm. all right? And you, you'll see the um, link on the podcast, Conversations with Dami has been launched as well. Mm. I, had a, I had messages from the world, people asked me from mm. different parts saying, oh, we need, I've been mess getting messages from India, from the Czech Republic, mm. asking about, the podcast so mm -hmm. it's out now okay it's out it's on my instagram i think it's on my it's on my it's instagram on, right um, instagram you can also find it on spotify okay conversations with dami balogun okay. is on okay. spotify okay. and then it's also on soundcloud i believe okay. but all the links should be on his instagram dami balogun okay yeah so that's it i guess thank you very much all love you guys and uh <laughs> next week Thank you all, and we will see you again next week. <laughs> Have an amazing Saturday. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. I would love to hear your feedback on Twitter or Instagram. Hit me up at Dami underscore Balogun. See you soon.